Hi, I'm Connie, and this is From Chaos to Peace with Connie, episode number 53. Live your best life using the power of intuition with Felicia Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. How are you doing? This is episode number 53 of the From Chaos to Peace podcast, where you learn how a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. Please subscribe to my podcast so you never miss an episode and share it with your family and friends, because if you find value in it, they will too. And if you love my podcast, you can help me by going to Apple Podcast and write a review. This gives me feedback and will help that more people find the podcast and can move from chaos to peace in their life and business. Last week, Linda and I started our program Clarity, Confidence and Control with the people who signed up. And the first thing I did was give an overview of all the different kinds of clutter there is. People are always so surprised to hear it. So if you're curious, I actually made a whole episode about it. What is clutter? And it's episode number two from way in the beginning. But then here on the podcast, I talk mostly about mental clutter. Because honestly, one way or another, all clutter is mental clutter in its core. So that's why in all my conversations here on the podcast, we shine a light on mental clutter. And I'm very, very excited to welcome Felicia Sanders to the show this week and talk mental and emotional clutter with her. Felicia wrote two children's books. One is called The Sunflower, where she asks, have you ever wondered what a sunflower does when the sun is hiding? The other one is called Gustav's Adventures, and Gustav is a seal. And both stories are for children and adults alike, and they are about how when we listen to our intuition and not the people around us, and if we dare to follow our dreams and intuition, how we can break through and declutter limiting beliefs. They are also books to talk about feelings with your loved ones, with your children or with your elderly parents or whoever your loved ones are. So instead of burying feelings, what we're all kind of conditioned to do, it helps us talk about feelings because burying feelings creates emotional clutter. So these books help to have real conversations. Felicia shares with us how the book about Sunflower came about in 2020 after the pandemic hit. She says, we forget to ask our children how they're really doing and feeling because we try to shelter them from the dark but they still ask questions and we need answers. The other book, Gustav's Adventure, is actually a semi-biography of her life. Gustav dreamed of leaving Alaska for Hawaii because a puffin came back from Hawaii and told Gustav about it, and a seed was planted. Well, Felicia didn't move from Alaska to Hawaii, but she moved from Indonesia to America, and she left her home when she was 14 because she had a dream. So listen in to this inspiring story about how to let go of mental clutter and do what your heart wants you to do and your intuition whispers to you. Okay, without further ado, let's jump into this awesome conversation with Felicia Sanders. (laughs) 
Welcome, Felicia. I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. How are you today? I'm great, Connie. How are you? I'm great, too. I look really forward to our conversation. So I want to start with, um, so the topic is overcoming limiting beliefs and negative mental clutter. But I want to start with the book you wrote because I stalked you a little bit on your website. Oh, you did? (laughs) Yes. And you wrote something really beautiful. So your book is called The Sunflower and you have to know sunflowers are my favorite flowers. Oh, mine too. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So you're right there. Have you ever wondered what a sunflower would do when the sun is hiding? its whole identity is created after the sun after all find out what is going on in the mind of one sunflower when the sky turns dark this is an exciting endearing story told by a sunflower of dealing with the ebbs and flows of life and how it finds its way back of finding hope and courage in the midst of the night I think this is so beautiful. And then also oh, that when somebody buys the book, that then a seed gets planted. So that's also so beautiful. So tell me a little bit more yes. how this all came about. Well, you know, it's interesting because I, I love flowers, but I never have, you know, or I don't have the green thumb. <laughs> My mom does, but I, I always admire the sunflower. And so how it came about was actually, you know, I have two kids. One is 10 and the other one is seven. And this is like probably about February, March of this year. And, you know, everyone is kind of um, trying to figure out what's going on with the world, right? And everywhere we turn to, it's always like, more negativity or, you know, the more I try to find things out, the more I feel like I'm getting sucked in to the negativity. And what's Mm -hmm. interesting is, you know, I think we forgot sometimes to ask our kids how they're doing and not Mm -hmm. just like, you know, asking, oh, how was your day? And then, you know, move on to the next topic, you know, like truly ask them, like, how are they doing? And Mm -hmm. so what's interesting is, you know, because I'm, I'm trying to run a business and all this. So in a, looking back, I think that was a blessing in disguise because typically I mentally kind of make sure that they have a great bed, bedtime stories, just kind of like a me and them bonding time before they go to bed. And so one evening we were just kind of like laying in bed and, you know, to your point earlier, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was kind of exhausted from shielding myself from like all these questions that I don't even know the answers to and my kids were looking to me for like an answer and what's interesting is we couldn't find any kind of children's book out there that kind of address like a deeper message about life and just you know not trying to sugarcoat things and but truly you know validating that they're feeling and the feeling of you know, maybe like fear of the unknown, like things that we somehow shelved that for adulthood, we can't, we can't find it. And so what's interesting is they just kind of um, look at me and it's like, mom, can you just make up a story? <laughs> make up one, just come up with one. Cause they were just so tired of like the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. or it will be something that are just very, you know, kind of like on the surface. And so I, you know, I have like several ideas, but the sunflower was the one that kind of stuck one evening. And, you know, obviously the storyline kind of varies a little bit, but it has like the essence of the story of courage and hope. And Mm -hmm. what's interesting was my daughter, 
kind of came up to me and it's like you know that was so funny it was funny but enduring at the same time and it wasn't like trying to sugarcoat that there is darkness in this world which is kind of an interesting concept you know when you're talking about kids books yeah most of us are like trying to shield people from like you know don't talk about the darkness and like just be happy just be light and and so she kind of said hey you know like let's write let's write a picture book and so it's kind of started out as a project of just like, you know, just because we want to do something fun and creative and we thought mm-hmm. we're going to um, do something as a family, as an uplifting thing to do during the quarantine period. Like, what else mm-hmm. are we going to do? <laughs> and it's right. And it turns out to be something more. And, you know, on my website, right, Camps.C, it talks about like how you follow your intuition and breadcrumbs, so to mm-hmm. speak. In the past, if I would have said this to you or if somebody would have talked to me about like, you should like publish a book, I would think like you would have two heads and you know, you're absolutely crazy (laughs) because it just wasn't something that I had in my plan. So to speak, it wasn't on my checklist, you know? And so, (laughs) (laughs) um, and so it's interesting because somebody like me who I grew up with something that is very like, you know, kind of cookie cutter and this is what you're supposed to be. If it's not on my list, like I don't, tend to pursue it. Um, mm. And that seed somehow was planted to me that evening when my daughter said, we should write a book about this. And I didn't really take any action. I just kind of like, you know, that feeling in your heart that you felt like, hmm, you know, and I just kind of like, okay, if it's meant to be, you know, show me the way, so to speak, mm. you know, I kind of just leave it open for mm. God, for a universe to kind of show me if it's supposed to be. And I think it's kind of like when I surrender and when I kind of trust the process is when things like starting to lead and it's not like I see the whole staircase, but mm-hmm. I start seeing like ads on like how to self publish a book the next mm-hmm. day. And it was like one thing after the next. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, following that little hints and that subtle hints and that small voice that you, you know, in your heart that says, you should do this. And, you know, and, and it's like finding the right illustrator and all Mm -hmm. that. And, and don't get me wrong, Connie, because like the first illustrator that we hire actually did not pan out. Mm -hmm. So it's funny sometimes, you know, when you think like you're doing the right thing, but then something bad, right. (laughs) Something Mm -hmm. unexpected happened, which kind of like, you know, do you have a choice? Like, what do you do? It's like, just like the sunflower, you know, when the weight Mm -hmm. of the night and you had invested your money on certain thing. And then some like, maybe this is just not meant to be, you know, and you have that option to look down. It's so easy because like, you know, if I, if I turn to my left, if I turn to my right, they'll all like, well, you know, where's the money? Where's the profit? Where is the tangible? Like, how are you going to market your book? And Sometimes, you know, it's like learning to the opposite side of me, which is like, what if it's just what I'm supposed to do and let life surprise you? And Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the essence of how the sunflower came about. Yeah. And I think it's so beautiful. And I know a little bit from our previous chat, what what, um, life you had before that and what you had to overcome. And it almost sounds to me like, you are the sunflower. Am I wrong? Like somehow I feel like you. I hope so. <laughs> you know what's interesting is like I I want to be. You know, it's funny because like the hashtag when I launch it is I am this I am a sunflower, and my mm-hmm. hope is for every 
kids or readers who who resonated with the message they do feel like you know i am empowered to take control over my own life and sometimes you know we kind of including myself because you know before for years i kind of let life happens to me instead of yeah. taking reign and control over you know no god is in me and and he had actually created this power of mind like decluttering your mind and limiting beliefs and overcoming that with the things like if we truly believe there is like higher power above us like i think we would live our life differently you know we would believe in miracles like life Mm -hmm. will become so more colorful i think the Mm -hmm. problem is like in the dark we can't see you know sometimes it's like it it takes courage to look up because Mm -hmm. i was telling my kids it's like you know, when I went through a lot of hardship, sometimes looking up exposed you for more disappointment, right? Because if you look down, at least you know what you're getting, (laughs) right? But if you look up, you you also expose yourself with like, what if there's nothing out there, you Mm -hmm. know? And so Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of, you know, that's why sometimes I feel like you never know and you don't want to hush that little voice that just kind of say, you're possible and I'm possible. My dreams matter. I matter. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of like the beauty of like finding when you find yourself love, that's like when you find things becoming um, so much more magical. It doesn't mean your situations will change right away, you know, but I think, was it mm-hmm. Albert Einstein that says like, you know, you can look at life two ways where everything is where where nothing is a miracle or everything is miracles mm-hmm. yeah i don't know whether it was einstein but yeah i heard about that yeah and it's so true yeah. and whatever you're focusing on that's what you see more too and when you said that when your daughter said oh we should make a book and then things started to pop up like you said about right. how to self-publish a book right. because you were open to the idea you saw these things and yes. that's basically what you mean with looking up no because you looked up you saw these things, these signs that then came too, you know, and I feel too, like you said, oh, you don't see the whole staircase, but nobody sees the whole whole staircase. Not even if you are staying in your, you just think you do, but even if you stay in your lane or in your box, you Mm -hmm. don't see the whole staircase. You just see a few steps ahead if you're lucky or sometimes only one. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, what's interesting is because I came from a world where, like I said before, I'm a very type A and, you know, in, in the way, the way I was raised and even like just the society conditioning, it, you know, it almost kind of like give us the impression that, you know, if we stick with certain path or chose a certain path in life, it's more secure or, you know, you can predict what you will be in five years, you know, and I used to actually be in those roles where you help people to predict what they want to be in five years and 10 years. And, you know, planning is everything, you know, and I'm not discounting that by any means, but it shouldn't also shield you from the ability to decipher when something great is knocking on your door, you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to just like play safe? And I, I'm, you know, if, if that's what your calling is, that's great. But you know, you know, when, when something is calling you for something more or something different, it, you know, and, and that's kind of interesting because The Sunflower is actually not my first book that I launched. 
mm-hmm. or it's not the first book that I wrote. It's actually the Gustav Adventures Volume One that's coming up in two weeks. That's that's actually the first one that I wrote. But that's the like I said, the illustrator. Hmm? That's the seal. He is a seal, Gustav? Yes, Gustav is a seal. And, you know, he had a dream about um, leaving Alaska for Hawaii. And, yeah. you know, and, and it's an interesting kind of a mix of travel, which I love travel. And so I thought, why don't we mix like a little bit of travel and a little bit of like inspirational story and a little bit of educational effects? Because most seals don't go a beyond five miles out of their home and that was Mm -hmm. kind of like a known fact for a harbor seal and this Mm -hmm. seal not only that he was the littlest one but he had a dream because a puffin came back from hawaii and he planted a seed and he received that seed you know the same thing as like you can you can plant seeds but only like a few plants bloom right and that's the same concept and it's not because the seeds were bad but it's the soil it's the soil like are you gonna keep watering it and are you gonna bloom and you know the seal was pretty much kind of a semi-biographical of me because you know as you can tell like I grew up in well I was born in Indonesia and I left my home when I was 14 years old so um, on my own since then but so it's like the seal has a big dream, like, but everybody around him told him that he was going to fail because he's just a seal, you know, mm-hmm. and he has the power. Is he going to let those voices control his destiny yeah. or is he going to break through his limiting beliefs and just, you know, kind of like a, a small tip where kids, parents can, you know, embark on this exciting imagination, but also is very practical in life because a lot of people actually don't pursue things because they fear of failures, you know, so. So what, what made you um, pull the trigger or, or actually busting through the limiting beliefs back then when you were 14 and you left your home? What, what, what happened? What was it one specific thing or did you just wake up one morning and you knew you had to do it? So it's an, I think it's a combination of both. Um, it's a combination of a lot of things, actually. It's not just one morning, but the decision was kind of, um, you know, I think I think everybody kind of knew what's the right thing. You know, a lot of people say, what should I do? What should I do? And then you listen to them and they usually already know what they're supposed to do, right? So that was me. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a confirmation, but sometimes you're kind of like also in your own self-denial sometimes, you know, because, yeah. and, and usually for me, it's like when I start speaking it out and you kind of like, huh, I guess that was the answer <laughs> because I knew the answer was in my heart. And for me, um, it's a combination of like my you know, when I was nine, when my dad, um, I had this amazing opportunity to brought us over to Colorado when I was nine and I spoke no English and we live in Colorado for about a year. And, you know, from, from being the only kid and fearing the unknown and I, w- I couldn't sleep for months because I was kind of like terrified of like what my first day of school is going to be. <laughs> You know, speaking of like fear of the unknown, that was kind of my first like aha moment where I was like, how am I going to make friends, you know, as simple as that. And, and it was so sudden because it was something that my dad was, um, you know, 
gifted by the company and it was such mm-hmm. it turns out to be such a blessing so i think that was the beginning if i have to look back that was the beginning of kind of my you know awareness of gosh like there's so much out there that sometimes like i should open myself up like to your point earlier like i should look up instead mm-hmm. of like looking what i think i know and trying to dictate my t- my situation by what facts looks like you know and i'm very analytical so sometimes it's very easy for me to get drown in like this is why i should not do something Mm -hmm. and then my heart will say another thing Mm -hmm. so coming back from the experience like from us i knew i want to go back because i had such a great experience i have so many friends and i told them i will i will come and find you (laughs) you know and at least it's hard for a kid to like say goodbye and um Right. And then I was able to travel to Europe just for a very, very short period of time. And it just kind of, you know, launched this love for travel. But I never really thought it it was supposed to be a part of my path. Um, And it wasn't until I was 13 years old. And long story short was like my dad was diagnosed with a very rare disease. And he's probably one of the most like very... um, He's a very disciplined type of person. He's very successful in his job. He works a lot. And basically, one Christmas Eve, he was so sick that he had to be flown to Singapore, which is like another short country, um, short flight over. But because he was so sick, he couldn't breathe. And when he got admitted to the surgery room, the surgeon basically told my mom and me that he only had 1% chance of making it. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, um, you know, and the fact that he's living today, it was a miracle. It was definitely, definitely a miracle, but mm-hmm. it also kind of changed my perspective as a kid, what's important and what mm-hmm. I strive to pursue in life because he was only like in his early forties when he almost died. Mm-hmm. And I realized how short time is and tomorrow is not guaranteed and so the fact that you know he went through that and live i felt like if not now when you know and that was kind of um my awakening i guess as a child that i'm like you know what if if i have to be the first person to pursue my dream and take the risk like Mm -hmm. i'd rather go big or go home (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of um you know i would say In a nutshell, that's kind of a combination of things, but I think my dad almost passing away was kind of like the true awakening of why I said, you know, what's my legacy? I know it's not for everyone, but it's it's for me, it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's always important that we listen to ourselves. No, it's not everybody's um, wish or goal or purpose to go and do big things you can do or or i mean you can do big things in smaller smaller realms too but i think the important message is to listen to yourself and do what your heart tells you to do and not always like you talked about the the head tries to analyze and rationalize Mm -hmm. and whatever and tries to talk us out of the things that the heart tells us we need to do right and um yeah so so you talked about overcoming the uh fear and the uh, the fear of failure and overcoming these limiting beliefs so do you think like it not everybody has such an um 
um, event in their life where, where some loved one almost dies or right. they almost die, often right. you hear that then lives are changing. But right. would you have some suggestions or tips what somebody could do to overcome fear of failure? Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, what's interesting, Connie, like even I had that, you know, so-called like traumatic or, you know, kind of a unique experience as a kid. But what's interesting is in my adulthood, once I become comfortable in my, you know, so-called life, you know, like work, like have a great job and, you know, have beautiful kids. And, you know, it's just like, I become almost like forgot, you know, sometimes how to live. I don't know if that even makes sense, but that's kind of what happened to me because like, although I went through all that traumatic experience, but later on I had a great life, but I'm still kind of like stuck in that mentality that I would do this, this thing one off, but then I go back to my shell and still kind of like do the checklist mm -hmm. because, you know, that's kind of what I've been kind of letting myself believe that's what I should be doing mm -hmm. and so I think it's a journey to be honest and it wasn't mm -hmm. until you know probably several several years ago and I think the key is truly to be honest with yourself you know if you're like if you you know I'm, I'm being <laughs> a little dramatic right now but you know for example <laughs> like if you're gonna die tomorrow like are you happy are you mm -hmm. happy with your life you know ultimately mm -hmm everything that we're doing in life is to be happy, right? Like at the, in the end, like why we work, why we, you know, ultimately is to give us that freedom to live mm -hmm. the life that we're happy and, you know, hopefully give that life and experience to our, the people that we love. But in the nutshell, it, it's to be happy in the end. And so if you're not happy, then you probably want to start questioning, like, you know, why am I not happy? And, you know, and start following kind of like the first step is like going back to that staircase analogy mm -hmm. you don't have to see the whole thing but our emotion and this is kind of like what I stress in my <laughs> in my um, websites and you know all like my blog posts like a lot of people you know and I've been labeled this I'm, I don't consider myself emotional and I actually came from a culture where it's like you know emotions are kind of usually not like exposed right yeah, yeah. and but what I learn and you know trying to help my kids deal with this too. It's like emotions are actually a gift. You know, those mm -hmm. are our inner GPS. Like when we're in alignment with our higher, you know, purpose, we feel happy. That's why when we give, we get a lot more because mm -hmm. that's in alignment with our higher purpose, you know, as, and just being human being while we're here. But, you know, I think the, the thing is to learn how to embrace emotions as strength Mm -hmm. and not be like overwhelmed and drowned by it you know and that's yeah. interestingly why i name the website mm -hmm. my website is camps at sea because the sea symbolizes emotions and it symbolizes the unknown um you know i think it's like going back to gustav's story it's like you know he had the option to stay in the island that he's comfortable in there's really nothing wrong with where he is um, other than the fact that he wasn't feeling unfulfilled. He knows he was being called, you know, to Hawaii. And oftentimes when somebody kind of say, Hey, I don't know if I am where I'm supposed to be. Sometimes we felt like we were being judged because like, Oh, you're being ungrateful or you're going through a phase, you know, whereas, you know, deep down in your heart, like it's not just a phase, like it's just something that, 
you probably are not where you're supposed to be and that's okay. You know, I think just taking the courage and giving yourself permission to be okay with not being, you know, to be okay with not being okay. That's the first step of acknowledgement. It's like the same thing as like, you know, if you go to like an A meeting, right? The first step is always acknowledging that you have a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And until mm-hmm. until then, and that's kind of like probably the magical potion is like, you know, when you know there's something that you're supposed to do and you're, you know, and you're starting to follow that first step, that's like when you see like the magic of life and life is not supposed to happen to you, you know, life is happening for you. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. when you have that switch, um, that shift in your mind, that's like when, you know, you don't have to know everything, how you're going to make it. You don't have to know where, you know, things, you know, I don't even know like how we get connected. Right. It was just kind of like, I mean, I know how we get connected, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it wasn't planned. It wasn't like yeah. on my agenda of like yeah. launching a book. And I just like honestly want to build like authentic connection, like with fellow in- inspirational people to, mm-hmm. you know, who has the same mission in this world. And I just trust that the right people are going to come and, and be able mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of support this because it's not my mission. You know, this is like somebody else's higher than me purpose. I'm just yeah. kind of spreading how, how it happened to me and how, mm-hmm you know, maybe somebody else who listened to my story can resonate and help them going through their life and hoping that they know they're not alone and somebody mm-hmm. else, you know, they're not crazy. And, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a purpose, there is a higher purpose and don't give up, you know, don't give up on your dream. Yeah. So. And I love about like your, your books look at on first sight that they are for children, but I, I don't think they're just for children. They're just as much for adults. And I remember you told me too yeah. that you had a lot of good feedback from adults and even from seniors. Right. And, and I think the reason is because in our society, not just in where, the one you were coming, coming from, but in Switzerland too, how I grew mm-hmm. up and I don't know exactly how, how hard it is here in North America, maybe a little bit less, but talking about feelings and emotions is always, it's, it's kind of like, yeah. we'd rather talk about the weather than right. <laughs> substance, you know? Right. And, and I think your books really help with that. And, th- and that's, what's so beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Connie. No, that means a lot because I, uh, I'm not a, you know, it's funny because like I am, my mom is very emotional. And so I, I love that about her, but then my dad is not. So I, I, you know, kind of like growing up, I, I always tend to figure out how to communicate, you know, mm-hmm. so both of them can receive it. Because, you know, they say communication is all about perceptions, right, on, mm-hmm. on how you're receiving the information. And so, but all I know is, you know, we can't, tell our kids and even we can't tell anybody you know whether it's a senior whether it's our grandparents that you're oh you're okay or you know you're you're just going through a phase because how many lives we could probably save you know if we only listen to understand Mm -hmm. and not just Mm -hmm. to kind of you know have conversations respond I mean yeah and, and it's it's hard because sometimes you know we we have our own lens we want to add our value, so to speak, you know, we, we know better, right? As parents, we know better. And sometimes it's, it's interesting because to me, like the deepest conversation that I have with my kids happens like, like, just like that on a bedside table when we're both kind of, you know, just feeling so-called 
kind of beaten up by life back then, you know, like on one yeah. evening. And I wasn't trying to sugarcoat things in front of them. Yes, I'm tired, but I think it's important for them to see that, you know, yeah. like from their parents or from whoever and just admit that you're not perfect all the time mm-hmm. but you know and there is darkness in this world but that's okay yeah. because like in darkness that's like when you can see the stars and the moon right to mm-hmm. the sunflowers um and and i think that the beauty of life is like you you have to learn how to dance you know with, with the dance of the skies right it's not like you're fearing oh my gosh like you know my world is gonna end and the same thing is like running a business, you know, sometimes we fear like, what happened if, you know, this doesn't happen? What if like, you know, it's not going to work out or, but I think that the beauty of life is just kind of like being in the moment and trusting that it's going to work out. And, you know, you yeah. go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a beautiful, that, I, I think I want to end like this because that's the beautiful word. <laughs> That you said we can't really get anything better yes so where can people find you are you do you have a preferred like we say i will put a link to your websites and to sure. your book and all that but you yeah. have like social media where they could stalk you yeah <laughs> oh well yeah please do stalk me no i'm kidding <laughs> No, I would love actually together with like, you know, the, the like-minded people. And this is kind of why I do what I do because I, I love being in the same tribe. I, you know, I call it my tribe. So you can find me on Instagram. That's usually where I'm, you know, usually post my daily affirmation, daily inspirational. Mm-hmm. You get to know kind of like my, you know, even like my thought process, the good and the bad. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I think my point is like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat things and just posting things that are uplifting. Yeah, of course, I'm going to try to uplift people. But yeah. I think it's important for people to, to see like the real me and, you know, some of the struggles that I go through daily, just because you take the plunge doesn't mean the waste hasn't hit you yet. You know, it's, um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's on Instagram at campsat C2, um, campsat C2. And then I'm also on Facebook. It's campsat C and um, all the information should be on the website as well, um, the campsatc.com. And actually, Connie, um, you know, before this podcast, I actually um, created an ebook um, specifically for the topic that we're discussing right now about mm-hmm. overcoming failures and how to have a fearless mindset, basically mm-hmm. to help people, you know, because I didn't know for the longest time if I'm going to have a I didn't know I have a fear of failure, to be honest, because it kind of masks itself in in day to day, you know, act, like behaviors that I did not know. It actually ties for the fact that I actually don't like to fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like a type A, you know, like I was like a straight A student. So I actually it kind of works against me when I, you know, start embarking on this journey because I was so afraid, like there is no mm-hmm. guidebook. There is no, you know, parenthood, you know. It, you know, it was uh, like the guidebook for idiots and, you know, like all this, like it doesn't have, like somebody hasn't mapped it out for me. Yet. And I was so fearful of that. And I did not know what, what that was, was the fear of failure. So 
anyway that ebook is free so if you go to um, the website camps that's available for you know your audience um they oh, can okay. go there yeah and that's download awesome. it for free so yeah, yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. i hope a lot of people go there because i feel like the, the fear of failure is uh, i totally can relate so right. like just yeah. starting this podcast needed right. some extra oomph, you know looking up right. to the sun yeah. And so, yeah, that's really beautiful that you wrote that. And we will put that in the show links too, uh, in, yeah. in the show notes as well. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, thank you very much, Felicia. That was so oh, yeah. awesome that you took your time to come on my show and talk about it. And that's so beautiful that these books, um, I will recommend them everywhere. And um, thank you so much for having me. I know this is pretty late, but, and you had a long day, so I appreciate yeah. what you do. You had a long day too, but we all can talk about our passions still. Right. <laughs> yes, it's different. I feel like I'm chatting with a, like a, a really good friend. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, this is no, definitely. Thanks so much for been... being on. And um, yeah. I probably have you back on the show again in the future. Right? <laughs> and we will yes. catch up. Please do. And we can talk about Switzerland and Swiss <laughs> fondue and traveling. Yeah, yeah. I think we will talk about your 38 countries that you visited. Already. Oh, yes. <laughs> and hopefully still counting if the world backs yeah. open. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Thank you very That's much. That's so much bye. fun. Thank you so much for having me, Connie. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, my friend, that was my conversation with Felicia. How do you like that? If you want to find out more about how to believe it's possible and how to talk with your children or other loved ones about feelings, you find all the links of the things we talked about in the show notes and the show notes you find as always at conigraph.com forward slash podcast forward slash 53. That is conigraph, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 53. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today and listening all the way to the end. If you find value in what Felicia and I were talking about, please share the episode with your family and friends, because if you found value in it, they will too. Thanks again. Have a beautiful and amazing week. And please subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you next time. Take good care and be safe.